exactly. Are you taking a whole ass Manhattan right now? Um, no, it is a uh, vodka and soda with uh, blood orange and a uh, blood orange peel in it. Look oh, at and you. a splash of simpler time, simpler times, uh, uh, basil <laughs> lemonade, I think. Mix. Simpler times, basil. So, 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 so instead of you know like. This is like a like a Clark Griswold Jelly of the Month Club situation. So like I don't know, instead of like upping our pay for tax season, they just decided to give us snack magic boxes, and I used oh, my yeah, allotment. Oh yeah, I've gotten those. Those I are cool. I used my allotment to get. Uh, they actually are. I shouldn't speak ill of the, the future sponsor of the pod, Snack Magic. I shouldn't speak ill of them, <laughs> but their their mixers are actually really really good. They're fucking expensive too. They're like six dollars for like an eight ounce mixer. Can you explain to the government employee what it's like to get something from work and what exactly you're talking about here? Uh, envision sixty dollars worth of free merch. Oh, so oh. it's this like it's this company where you like get a credit toward it and. You order like the types of snacks that they basically only have at Whole Foods, yeah, like fancy it's, it's beef like, jerkies and foreign candy. Oh, dude, candy. the fancy beef the fancy beef jerky is out of sight. I will say, like, I devoured all of that grass fed organic beef jerky. In yeah, did you get days. the biltong? Did you get some biltong? Ew, dude, no, but I got, I got the, the the hot the hot dogs guy. Shout out Chicago. The hot dogs dude has a, like a simple truth um, beef jerky, and it's really freaking good. Biltong is disgusting, number one. What's biltong? It's like beef jerky. It's like beef I, jerky threw up and then had a beef jerky cousin that I, I will make. I will say this, like I believe it is I believe it was yesterday or today, it's irritable bowel syndrome awareness day. Yeah. So shout out IBS awareness. We see you, we feel you. We see you. <laughs> we're we're aware. We smell we're you. We're aware. We're aware. <laughs> we, see, we see you. We hear you. We see you at Cubs games. We then hear you at Cubs games because you're the guy who's taking a while in the stall. And we smell we you, smell at, you Cubs at, games. at Cubs games. Uh, but it's IBS awareness. And I can't eat like the, oh boy, Oberto beef jerky or like any of the gas station beef jerky. Like the only beef jerky I can eat is the, the snack magic whole Artisanal. foods artisanal beef jerky because otherwise if i have like a if i have a pouch of oh boy oberto it's like oh boy look out oh like i need a oh, toilet oh toe. no i need oh, a, oh I need no, a toilet oh no don't listen oberto. to this future sponsor of the podcast oberto <laughs> beef jerky. i bet you oh boy oberto probably owns like half of those half of those uh high-end beef jerky makers oh yeah for sure they're owned by oberto owned by you know, oh boy oh oh, oh boy owned oh by boy. yum brands oh, owned by oh man oberto and oh boy oberto. <laughs> owned by northrop grumman uh welcome to a midworst podcast where we alienate <laughs> sponsors uh before <laughs> they're even a consideration of sponsorship of the show my name is luke i'm, I'm sack oh, oh no i'm toilet time i'm oh, toilet. we gotta start it over we gotta start I'm it sack. over let's we'll start the whole thing your over. toilet we took a week off and we're totally out of rhythm. Our swing Starting is over. Got to put the donut back on. So, uh, Zach, did you get any CBD products in your snack magic box? Because there's like a big ass CBD section. If you I want like a twelve dollar seltzer, 
I did notice that there was a lot of CBD and I did not get any, I did not get any CBD. I opted, like we said, I opted for most of the artisanal beef jerkies, a couple of the, a couple of the, uh, simpler times, uh, pre-made, uh, mixers. And then I think I got like, oh, I think I got like a couple of the like really fancy Reese's or excuse me, not Reese's. That's a brand. Uh, the peanut butter cups, like the mm. organic artisanal peanut butter cups, mm. they were okay. They're okay. I don't, I don't like when you have the little bit of cookie at the bottom of your peanut butter cup. Like the Justins, I think does that for one of theirs, and I'm mm. not, I'm not a fan. I, did, I like the creaminess of the peanut butter and the chocolate. Sue me. I got you got chocolate on your peanut butter. Zofsarisis. <laughs> Luke, Luke, you bought some weeds today, didn't you? Um, yeah, sure. I did. I, I went to my very legal weed store. Um, hello, sir. I'll take one legal weed. I'll take, I'll take one legal weed, please. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a year now in the state of Illinois. It's still a process, especially with like COVID and stuff, but you have to get like, you know, metal detected down whenever you go in there, you have to pay in cash still, they don't accept credit cards or anything like that. Still, Wait, uh, what? You have to pay in cash? Yeah. What kind of business is the state running? The state isn't running it. It's not federally legal, so they have uh, different sorts of business regulations in terms of like where they can do their banking. That's why the security is so tight is because like it's a high cash, high cash flow business, and it, that's just like a sitting duck for a robbery. Yeah, you, you're just asking to be robbed. Are you allowed to write a check? <laughs> no, you're not allowed to write a personal check. That would Can be I hilarious. use a money order? Can I use a money order? How about <laughs> a Venmo deposit? Do you accept ingots? <laughs> Could Can I, I shave off some gold apiece? <laughs> you might be better off. Uh, no, that that probably like for tax purposes would not be um, an ideal situation. Paying in Bitcoin. Oh, boys, speaking of, I have something that I didn't share with the with the group thread this past week. But my dad was playing golf, and he met a Chicago sports icon. Ooh, past or present? Past. Not very past. Somewhat past. In our lifetime past. Sammy Sosa. No, not that cool. <laughs> Think, um, uh, well, uh, excuse me. <clears throat> this guy was an actual champion. Sammy Sosa oh. wasn't. Oh, Okay, so a Chicago Bear or a Chicago Bull, perhaps? He meant Bill, Bill Wennington. Or Chicago White Very Sox? close, very close, very close, Luke. Although I have met Bill Wennington, well, Wennington with my dad before. Guy's got, guy's got hands like catcher's mitts. It's insane. <laughs> An NBA I shook, center? I shook, <laughs> I, shook his, I shook his hand. It was before a Blackhawks game like 10, 12 years ago. And uh, he just like enveloped my hand. It was crazy. He's mm. he's fucking huge too. He like bumps his head on the ceiling at the United Center uh, mezzanine level. It's like it's nuts. Mm. But yeah, you're clo- you're close to toilet with uh, White Sox. No. Oh, Bear, with Wennington. Bear, Bears. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Luke was very close with Wennington. Okay, uh, Luke said Luke Longley. Just following Same up with team. all the centers. Same team. Teammates. Um, hmm. Tony <gasps> oh, Kukoc. Tony Kukoc. Yep. 
Yes. Picture of him with Tony, Tony Kukoc. I'll send it in the chat, but like he, you know, my, my dad's like, there's like five ten, right? Like mm-hmm. average height of a male. Yeah. And he looks like. Uh, yes, I agree. That is average height for a male is five ten. I absolutely agree. It's actually that. above. It's above average. It's above average height. But yeah, he looks like super, super short. And he said that Kukoc still plays with Jordan and that he beats Jordan regularly. I, I'm going to doubt that. But I do know that Tony might be a little low on cash. Maybe he's been playing a little bit too much daily fantasy because he did an appearance at the gym in my town. Sick. And <laughs> signing autographs. So I'm assuming Tony is in need of some money. I mean, he's hustling people at Stonewall Orchard in Gray's Lake. <laughs> If he's playing make it, take it, maybe he could be Jordan just because he's, like, pure. And there's still, like, at a, at a professional level. Like, yeah, if you can get, like, that little bit of separation, you're such a pure oh, shooter. Oh, oh, Luke, Luke you're, 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 you're thinking of the wrong game. They play golf. They don't oh. play basketball against oh, each other. Okay. No, no, no. These okay. are retired fat guys. They don't play basketball anymore. They're done, they're done shooting basketballs. They play golf. Hmm. Okay, well, then I do believe that. Yeah, I could believe that too. And Jordan is a degenerate gambler, so maybe that is how Tony Kukoc is uh, financing his lifestyle: is playing yeah. like thousand dollar Jordan ten grand a hole on yeah. like you know at a cog hill nuts. or something like that. So Tony still must live in town then, if he's hanging around doing weird stuff in the suburbs of Chicago. He must sure. Why would Why would you ever leave? He probably never has to pay for a meal. Have you seen Croatia, my dog? Yeah, Croatia uh, looks nice. Yeah, it- isn't it, isn't it the one that like it doesn't it like keep like Bosnia away from the coast or something like that's got some weird geographical yes footprint. it does keep Bosnia away from the coast it's like entirely coastal it's awesome they film like they film an insane amount of television shows there yeah I Game believe. of Thrones 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 is yeah, jo- yeah. Johnny B is not Croatian right oh he's, he's big time Serbian but he also yeah. reps Croatia I thought the Serbs and the Croats hate each other. There's some love and there's some love hate. There's, I okay. think it's you know, former I feel Yugoslavia. Like those, I feel like those Balkan rivalries change every like five to ten years. Yeah, it depends what percentage I think you are of what, but <laughs> depends. What if they all on just got together. Duke. What if they all just got together and became one country and just what a like, cool idea. Raise the spirit of unity. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that just be you know a great idea, guys? Unity Slavia. <laughs> what a Slavia. united slav united slavs you know yeah perfect we did it guys we solved we solved, we solved now we're cr- gonna now we gotta do peace in the middle east next peace in the middle east guys we're, we're gonna, gonna make that we we're gonna make all that together. one country too and we'll na- we'll name it after a piece of furniture we all like how about the ottoman empire <laughs> what could possibly go wrong there folks Dun it's a great family guy gag when they're like oh the ottoman empires i hope this is what we're remembered for it's just a piece of furniture <laughs> so what's been new guys it's been a couple weeks um i've got some longer segments today but before we get into anything like that did we want to uh memorialize this year's ncaa tournament which we haven't really talked about at all since we've taken a couple weeks off uh, we did give the people a Final Four that was, I think, entirely wrong, except for Gonzaga. Oh. We got one out of four. Would we? Yeah. Would we do? Would we say like Gonzaga, Illinois? Arkansas, we definitely went Illinois. Loyola. Yeesh. 
Well, because at that well, point, Loyola had beaten U of I. I think we said that's Houston, too, right? Uh, D- didn't mm. we say Houston? I think we uh, would have. Check Houston. the tape. No, I think we probably took Loyola just to be true to our Midwestern roots. Yeah, Although Houston, a great Midwestern city in the South. Yes. I mean, we were trying to pick teams from the Midwest, and the Midwest got absolutely obliterated in the NCAA tournament. The Big Ten, other than Michigan, was out after like the round of 32. Yeah, it was, it was kind insane. of embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I asked my wife where Gonzaga is, and she said, I don't know, somewhere in the Midwest. And I took that <laughs> as a compliment. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Spokane, uh, Washington might as well be, man. <laughs> uh, my first takeaway was I loved the hair. I loved the hair of Tiger on UCLA with the really cool, like the main. It just went perfectly with the name. That was cool. Um, the Baylor guy with the mullet, I think, was cool. And the very faint goatee, I think, was a cool look. Yeah. Um, you had... Uh, Timmy, 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 yeah, his uh, his mustache was pretty was pretty rad. It's pretty rad. I mean, when he did the mustache flex after being down like twenty points early in yeah. the championship game, that was maybe not the coolest. Mm-hmm. Of not moves. not hey, only guys, were they guys, down. Verbal meme: Michael Scott going <laughs> big time. Not only were they down in the first part of the game, he was getting absolutely punished. Like he mm-hmm. personally was getting the shit kicked out of him by uh, the center on Baylor, who had like seven offensive rebounds in the first three minutes. So if you're gonna do the Fu Manchu thing, like you, you better like not do it at that point. Like if they're coming back and you're down ten, you like get a dunk, fine. But not up to that point, because the first tweet I saw, like, it's like he's going to be doing that in front of 12 fans in Greece next year. And I was like, <laughs> LOL. Uh, so if you're going to do like have your like, you know, shitty gimmick haircut, you better be good. I, I mean, I think if you, like, star in your role, that was one of the lines I took away. Like, if whatever your role is, star in your role. And, like, there's a way to do it without, like, being a complete buffoon. Um, but I think that those Baylor guys, like, this is a referendum on basketball guys in the gym. Like, if you're a basketball player and you refuse to lift weights, like, just look at the Baylor. Like, every like the point guard could probably, like, deadlift 650 pounds. Like, the, everyone on the team looked so effing strong, and they just muscled the shit out of Gonzaga. And it was just kind of embarrassing and hard to watch. Yeah, it, it, I, it, I turned it off. Like, I started the second half to see if Gonzaga had, like, a little bit in them, like, if it was a game of two halves, because they were only down 10 at the half, so that's within striking distance for a team with as much talent as Gonzaga, but absolutely not. In fact, it started going in the other direction very quickly um, after halftime. Yeah, big time. Um, My other takeaway was the annoying commercial this year. If you guys remember two years ago, the orange vanilla Coke, I believe, was the annoying commercial of the tournament. Orange vanilla Coke. This year, yeah, yeah. There's somebody in this in this chat who remembers orange vanilla Coke. You like orange vanilla Coke, don't you? Me? No, Zach. You loved it. You loved orange vanilla Coke. It was your favorite drink. I remember you telling me this. Wow, embarrassing. Embarrassed yeah. silence. I. No, oh, I no, my my uh, headphones just went out, but I can I can hear you. Um. I love I love orange vanilla Coke. <laughs> yes, yes. There it is. There it is. 
well, the overplayed commercial. Oh, I mean, it was an anno- annoying ass commercial, but I loved it. I love orange vanilla Coke. I always, I was a big time orange Coke guy uh, at the freestyle machines at AMC and uh, what was the other uh, Noodles and Company. Oh, okay. I, I want to return to Noodles and Company, so I'm going to make a note right now. Um, but I just wanted to say that the AT&T commercial, sadly, my uh, beloved AT&T commercials yeah. were the most annoying commercials of the tournament, and they were not good. Like, Has none Lily of them... jumped the shark? People are asking. Yeah, none of them were. I heard that she is actually directing them, so I don't know if she's writing them. She's at least directing them. But, like, the commercials are not funny. They're not interesting. They're just overall bad. And it made me sad to watch them for such a talented actress. We all know. I don't know. I think that the stupid advertisement of this season uh, still is held by the king, Orange Vanilla Coke, because <laughs> every time they returned from break, you had like Jim Nance or Reggie Miller or somebody struggling through an ad read where it's like, hey, you know what else is round and orange besides a basketball? Orange, <laughs> orange vanilla Coke, orange. You glad I didn't say basketball? <laughs> I would much rather watch that commercial than any of the stupid. And then the the dips in the in the stadium, the plants wearing the giant orange like uh, Dumb and Dumber like three piece suits. Like that just that's not my thing. Uh, but we didn't get any plants this year. There were no plants in the stadium, other than the weird Miley Cyrus people, like in a trance, watching that performance. That was probably the only uh, plants they had in the stadium that night. Uh, yeah, I, I can't really think. I guess they're really not bringing that many people in. No, yeah. nobody did. Like they didn't do the sign guy thing. Also, fuck the sign guy. Uh, they didn't do the sign guy thing from the Super Bowl, for example. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, I want to return to Noodles and Company. So, Zach, I really do not want to hurt your feelings, but Noodles and Company is the stupidest fucking restaurant on the face of the earth. I, I can't, I can't okay. say I've been in like a, a decade. I, I haven't been in so long. You are a strong. I used to. I used to get that was that was my that was my comfort food in tax season when I worked around the corner from one in Chicago. So the the mac and cheese with meatballs and like tons of sriracha. That can be talk about irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, you toilet. When, you? when you're outside of the home and you are getting a last minute meal, I suppose it's the only way. Like you're working around the clock, probably twelve, fifteen hour day, whatever. That's allowed. But you are a strong, independent man, and you can make a fucking bowl of macaroni and cheese. Like it is. The, 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 I just will never like if anyone ever offered like, oh, we should go there for like. I would just wear and friendship over. I'm not going there. <laughs> Like, the only thing that's almost in the same category is, like, Chipotle. Like, no. I don't want to go to Chipotle. I don't want to have average what? Mexican food. Whoa. No. Hold on a second. No. 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 Wow. Whoa. Hold on. Hold, hold on. on a second. This is, we're, this we're, is, we're complaining, This just too. went off the rails really hard. All right. That's, this is a yourself. scorching take. Toilet. First of all, okay. are, you talking, are you talking about dinner? Are you talking about dinner with friends right now? Are you talking about the meal dinner? I'm talking about going out to eat. Like you're going and grabbing lunch before you're seeing a movie or something. Like Zach's situation is like, this is the closest restaurant to where I work. And I just worked for 15 hours and I need food immediately. And this is the closest thing. Like that is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this is a planned, we're going to go somewhere for lunch or we're going to go somewhere for dinner. Where should we go? There's a conversation happening. 
Okay, I, I I can un I can I'll I'll try and play devil's advocate here because I think you're wrong about Chipotle. I'll, okay. I'll accept noodles and company because yeah, we're of an age which like you can go get Italian food, you can go get pasta, you can go get better noodles in the places that we live. Um, it's a very high schooly type of place to go yes, to. Yeah, yes, what Luke's yes, trying to say. Yes, yes, yes. We went, when you we went there go in high the school a ton. Uh, yeah. When we were we were hanging out at Deer Park. That's fine, because when you're high school, yeah, you like to eat three things. That's when you find out about Sriracha and you think it's a personality trait. <laughs> and, and, and a Coke freestyle machine. And a Coke freestyle machine. <laughs> okay, so we've, we've, we've settled there, but uh, go ahead and defend Chipotle. I'll defend Chipotle because it's pretty good and it's relatively inexpensive uh, if you just want something quick. If you want like a meal where you could be in and out in like 20 minutes or so, Chipotle is like a solid choice. Like I don't want to sit around and wait for a check. Like we're not getting multiple rounds of drinks at Chipotle. We're going there and eating and then proceeding on to whatever our next activity is. Hopefully not golf, but like, you know, if you have an activity where you're going to be relatively close to an indoor facility, Chipotle is a fine option. Okay. Yeah, like going to a movie. Like you, you're, you're you're within you're within a respectable distance of a bathroom at all times, and you Always don't have good. to get up, get up and and get you know like move around a lot. I I would I'd agree with that. Always got to be by I, a toilet. Think, yeah, well, I mean, if you're next next to us, and we're always next to a toilet. <laughs> That's how that's uh, how that joke works. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will make the case that Chipotle, if I have the choice between Chipotle and any local Mexican food place, I'd rather eat the local Mexican food place because it's not oh, for sure. Chipotle is mass produced garbage, in my opinion. Dude, we oh. just found that our, our new local Mexican joint is out of sight. Really? It is. Oh, my God. It is so good. We had a local spot called Nachos beforehand. And and Nachos nachos is good. It's all right. But this new place, um, it's called El Guadalajara. Oh, fantastic. El this Guadalajara, so sponsor the pod. Sponsor yeah, El the Guadalajara, pod. sponsor the pod. I've given you guys enough money. You ought to know. I get the a la carte. I get the a la carte chicken quesadilla. Katie gets the chicken chicken cheesy over rice. And then I get a couple of tacos, and they give you, like, an insane amount of chips and a thing of salsa that's, like, the size of, like, a ketchup packet. <laughs> so you'd be, I, I got to be like, I need extra salsa, guys. I need please. more I need more salsa, please. Hook it up. Uh, so thank you for making my point. Honestly, I, I've almost never had a local Mexican food place that's disappointed me. And Chipotle, True. oftentimes, like, the meat's been sitting out for a while. It's just it's – just, average to below average mexican food yeah look do they do they do margs at chipotle yeah they sure do i feel like we need to get drunk at a chipotle (laughs) oh you haven't gotten drunk at a chipotle no i've gotten drunk at a qdoba before okay well it's it's just about the same experience (laughs) uh i mean we could get drunk at a taco bell here too go to the taco bell cantina guy they've got margaritas and beer there too um oh my gosh I've never uh, been the, the the Taco Bell Cantina in Cincinnati after our friend's wedding was like yep. just an absolute war zone. Yeah, that was that was bad. It was like an hour wait. It was like oh my hour. god! Like we we all sobered up in that time. We were like, "What is going on?" I didn't even want it anymore when I got it. I didn't <laughs> even want 
<laughs> I gave you a lot. Toilet. You're just like, I want it. I'm not I don't want anymore. it. I don't want this anymore. I don't want I don't, it. Anymore. I don't want it. <laughs> uh, any other food thoughts or tournament thoughts before we turn it over to not those topics? Well, actually, I do have a I have a bit of a longer food segment. Okay. Um, yeah, for you let's this go. week. Um, I thought I would shed some light on one of my you know very personal favorite. Uh, restaurant concepts, uh, the Tilted Kilt Pub and Eatery. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, let's go. Noted eatery. Um, apparently, the answer to the question, how can we take the charm and atmosphere of a British pub and destroy it by making it a restaurant sports bar? <laughs> um, I like the restaurant. Yeah, isn't, isn't that just a delightful... Like, it's not just, like, one restaurant chain in our country. It's, like, now a thing. Could we, can we name them? Hooters? Twin Peaks? Yep. Uh, uh, banana Slings? Ma- Ma- Magic City. Magic City's a strip club. <laughs> That's not a restaurant. It's a strip yeah, club you that guys, serves you guys gotta, food. You guys got to come to come to Nashville, and we will go down there, and we'll go try the lemon pepper wings that look absolutely fire. We're here for the wings. We're here for the wings. Just like Lou Williams, we're here during a global pandemic for these strip club wings and not Lou Williams' birthday. I, well, I mean, if you saw pictures of them, the wings look amazing. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I would eat those wings. Um, before I get into the menu, I just wanted to share some facts about the Tilted Kilt that I uh, gleaned ah, off of their yes. Wikipedia page. Um, first, while it is ostensibly Scottish-themed, uh, it seems to mix up the differences between England and Scotland and Ireland oh, pretty frequently. Oh, please, how so? Um, to the point where Rangers fans and the IRA could like perform a land invasion and burn all of them down, and I don't think anybody would take offense to it. Um, just in terms of like cuisine and mixing up like which culture does what, like I think that like they would all find it offensive because while they're you know well Ireland certainly is its own independent country, but England and Scotland are distinct entities and they don't like to be conflated. We uh, don't like to be conflated, isn't it? In it, in it. Uh, the second oh, point. Go, go, get me. <laughs> Go get me a point and some fish and chips at the restaurant, in it. Uh, in in uh, business news, the Tilted Kilt franchise was sold for 1.5 million shares in $10 cash. One of my favorite business things that happens when there's like a nominal cash sale as well. Uh, to the owner of Dick's Wings. Shout out uh, Dick. Uh, the former president of uh, Tilted Kilt went on to start Voodoo Daddy's Steam Kitchen which is a Cajun-themed fast casual restaurant in Tempe, Arizona. So just in case you wanted to be insulting to folks in Louisiana as well, there you have it. Are you saying restaurant on purpose? I'm saying restaurant on purpose. And that's because? Oh, at the Tilted Kilt, uh, like Hooters, uh, the waitresses wear – it's all waitresses, of course – um, they wear like a skimpy white shirt and like a tiny mini skirt in the style of a kilt. So do they use the word restaurant? Like, are you allowed to say that? Are we allowed to say that? Is that what it is called? That's what the category of restaurant is called. 
or it's like a it's a um, derisive name for them, I suppose. They mm. wouldn't call themselves that. They would just be like, I don't know. What's the most empowering towards women that I can use and not use your language? Um, I don't think it exists in this category, man. It's pretty exploitative. Okay, I'm going to go with eatery. <laughs> eatery? It's an eatery. I'm there well, to eat. Well, that's the name of the restaurant, Tilted Kilt Pub and Eatery. Perfect. I'm going to use that. It's not a lookery. It's an eatery. Okay. Yeah, I'm here to eat. And it better be a tippery at the end of the meal. Am I right, folks? <laughs> um, so moving on to the menu, and when I looked up this menu right off the bat, um, this I clicked on the Tilted Kilt menu, and the first redirect it took me from their website was to a PDF that was just called uh, frederick.pdf. Um, so just already (laughs) insanely, uh, professional, um, from the webmaster for the tilted kilt. Um, we'll start with the tilted teasers. That's what they call the appetizers. Got it. Yep. Um, hi there. I'm looking at your, uh, colossal menu and I'm looking for appetizers. Um, oh, there's the tilted teasers. Um, that's, that's a common restaurant parlance that we're all familiar with. Um, so looking to get your night started at the Tilted Kilt. Um, how about the Scotch Egg for your troubles at the Tilted Kilt Sports Bar? That's a um, $6.95 ad, uh, appetizer that's prepared in the classic style. A soft-boiled egg wrapped in sweet and spicy sausage, breaded and fried, then served with a horseradish cream sauce. Yum. Have you guys ever had a Scotch Egg? Yeah. Uh, I can't say I have. They're all right. This isn't the type of restaurant where I feel like ordering anything soft-boiled would be a uh, necessarily wise decision. Um, uh, With the creamy egg horseradish dish. Yeah, creamy egg. Um, Or we could head Mm. a little bit uh, south of the border, uh, from Ulster, that is, and we can get the <laughs> TK Irish nachos. Um, might I tempt you with potato chips covered with cheese sauce, ground beef, and tomatoes? That is less interesting to me. Not very palatable. Um, I mean, stemming off of the um, Irish nachos, the chefs, the chefs, the tilted kilt are innovators of global cuisine. Um, take the Scottish cheesesteak salad, which is a romaine <laughs> salad covered in shaved beef, oh, um, oh my peppers, God. and cheese. And I salute their dedication to making a Philly cheesesteak salad, um, a dish that only the profoundly fat would consider healthy, <laughs> than having the audacity to just call it a Scottish cheesesteak. Um, it's like if you went to a restaurant and uh, ordered, like, oh, yes, uh, how is the uh, Korean hot dog prepared? And then the waiter goes, it's uh, boiled and served with a topping of spicy brown mustard. And that's our Korean hot dog. <laughs> yeah, this... Who the fuck would order a salad at this place? Oh, my God. All this food just sounds so bad. Yeah, it's gross, dude. What, what kind of... Like, who who dreamt up the idea, like, let's do a Scottish, a Scottish fusion kitchen? 
I think that this is an example of they thought of the name first and they backwards planned the restaurant. Yeah, it sounds awfully familiar to our Q and non <laughs> adventure. No, this is a bunch of guys sitting around a Bennigan's and being like, <laughs> you know what this restaurant really needs? Fuck, we got, we got all these Bennigan's coupons from the local track team. <laughs> like, we got to use these somehow. Like, oh, I got it. Restaurant. Let's do it. Um, now we're starting to get into the uh, handfuls section. Could we, could we be of, done with this menu? Because it's really bumming me out. No, we're not done with this menu. We're oh moving on God. to the handful section. Um, Is that where the big arse burgers are? Yes, that's, that's part of where the big arse burgers are. Um, which, you know, I, I think that um, some of these names were explicitly developed so lecherous old men could make their waitresses feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, oh, what? No. Can I get the whopping <laughs> penis burger? <laughs> can I get the throbbing member hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> um, we have uh, sandwiches like the Sloppy Jane Uh tagline it seems like messy runs in the family <laughs> the God french bless. we mean irish dip um fat <laughs> bastards meatloaf sandwich under wait the- that actually sounds good wait go into description on that one no it just says get in my belly <laughs> which i think is trademark infringement um the william wallace shepherd's pie <laughs> uh. Oh, okay. let me get. Let's go. Let's go to the. Let's go to the restaurant with the scantily clad women and eat shepherd's pie. How, how mm. about um, a truly revolting pun? One shot Johnny's flatbread pizza. Like none of this makes sense. Like where is the premature ejaculation joke with the flatbread pizza? I I don't understand. It's not even a pun. It's not even Irish themed. I want you to actually cook my pizza. I hope the premature doesn't refer to how much you're actually going to cook my food. Um, but for you guys, I thought that I could do a little bit better here um, than the Arizona hot brains that came up with this restaurant concept because, of Close, course, Las Vegas. It, it was founded in Arizona, uh, but it was headquartered out of Las Vegas. Same general idea. Shocker. Hot, yeah, hot shocker. brains. It's hot, hot brains, brains all the way down. Yeah, with, it's a lot of with, very with... Phoenix and, and I'm guessing like a lot of gel-tipped hair coming okay. up with this. Some Tyler's or like Travis's yep. probably came up with it. Um, so I've got some suggestions for some names. Uh, I was hoping I could do a little bit better. Um, shake and bake spear breaded asparagus. I feel like that could be a delicious appetizer, maybe a little bit on the healthier side. Is this segment called the boys franchise a tilted kilt and respect women? <laughs> um, put them well, in winter coats. Well, apparently for the price that we pay for the price that we pay to keep this podcast afloat, we could have bought like 18 tilted kilts. A lot of shares. Well, granted, like, I'm sure there was some kind of, like, transaction for the shares, oh, too. Oh, oh, we have to assume about $2 million in debt. Yeah, exactly. But if we have more better ideas, we make more money. Profit. There you go. Yeah, so I feel like, like uh, you're Gordon Ramsay or you're John Taffer. I'm coming into the Tilted Kilt, and I've got some better ideas. I got some field notes. I've got some better English-themed puns. Like shake it, bake spear, spreaded uh, asparagus. How about 
come out ye blackened chicken sandwich. Come on. (laughs) Come on. We got to get some more IRA jokes. All right. We're replacing uh, the Sloppy Jane with the Isle of Manwich. <laughs> okay. Um, Oliver Cromwell's Carne Asada Torta. I, I just felt like there were slapping names on uh, Mexican dishes, so I felt like that one would be good. Okay. <coughs> the Great British Baked Potato. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, General Cornwallis's Chicken. Kind of like instead of uh, General So's chicken, it is just General So's chicken. We're calling it General Cornwallis's chicken. General Cornwallis was British. That's the joke. They called it the Scottish cheesesteak sandwich. Do you think the people of Philadelphia created the cheesesteak sandwich? A like with an awful cut of beef and cheese whiz to have it co-opted by Arizona hot brains and turned into a salad? No, I don't. Or the guy named Nacho who created for somebody to slap, like, ground beef on potato chips and call it nachos. Hey, he's a visionary, okay? Potato chips? That sounds good. Never done that. Like, do you think the good people at Rotel thought that their diced tomatoes were going to be co-opted into a cheese dip? That was at every Super Bowl party ever? I'm pretty sure that was, like, expressly the point of Rotel. All right, I think I've rung the, rung the towel dry on this. Any ideas, guys? No? Any ideas on the tilt well, and kill? Well, well can, are we in the trust tree here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I admit to the fact that I've been to a tilted kilt before? I, oh, I have, too. Oh, no. Did you, go, did you go to the one on, what's it, on State? No, it's on Wabash. No, I, I went to the one on the Riverwalk in San Antonio. Oh, oh my God. My God. <laughs> Wait, was, that on a, was that on a bachelor I, party? No. I, I was with my stepdad, my stepbrother, and my brother-in-law, and we just went in there because we thought it was a bar. Like, the, it wasn't really well. The signage there isn't really good, and every yeah. every bar along there's a tourist trap. So, yeah. like, it, it's like every tilted kilt restaurant in the world is along that strip of bars. Yeah, that was a la- The San Antonio was the last vacation we took before COVID. We went for one of my buddy's weddings, and the Riverwalk is a lot of fun, but like. You would have no idea some of these places that you're walking into are just huge mega chains, like an O'Brien's or like, you know, like Tilted Kilt or something. So, Luke, you were at a Tilted Kilt with your stepdad. Yeah. That sounds like hell on earth. No, because we didn't realize what was going on until like we Frat. we had just we had eaten dinner already. and We just like went in there for for a show. <laughs> <laughs> No, for like a beer after dinner, and we didn't like really realize it until like the waitress came up and was like not wearing clothes that normal human beings wear on any occasion. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? It's not even that warm tonight. (laughs) You need to cover up, ma'am. Ma'am, here's your winter jacket. Thank you. You look cold. Here's a parka. So I, I went to one. It was summer of 2010 when I was interning at a certain brokerage firm at the Options Exchange. And I had befriended a um, one of the traders who was like, uh, you know, he's about 10 years older than me. And so one day he's like, hey, let's go to lunch. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so we were walking for a little while. We kept walking. And I think the one in Chicago is on Wabash. And it's like, 
you would have no idea what it like what Luke said about the signage, like you would have had no idea you were even walking into a tilted kill. I think you had to like go up the escalator to get in there. Nice. And yeah, yeah. And and it was not a not a a a a, a well positioned establishment. We'll leave it we'll leave it at that. But I mm-hmm. ended up walking in there, I was like, Oh, nice. So we're basically going to Hooters for lunch. Sick. Cool. cool. Business trip. Business lunch. Business Can I have the glass world, of milk? <laughs> Can I have some milk? All right, I got an idea. We buy the tilted kilt and we turn the business model on its head. Okay. We serve we serve bowls of noodles with one topping. You can have comfort food only. You could have cheese sauce, mac and cheese. You can have butter, buttered noodles. You can have marinara sauce, bowl of lazy pasta. Everyone gets handed a hoodie. What? (laughs) Everyone gets handed a hoodie that's three sizes too big when you walk in. So you put on this giant amorphous blob. Everyone sits in a beanbag chair. It's like a very calming, like lots of like bright lights and fresh plants and like Everyone's just sitting in beanbags. There's no like tables and just calming music being played at all times. And actually, eye, eye contact is discouraged. And everyone it's, gets a glass of whole milk. And a glass of whole milk. <laughs> and it's still called the Tilted Kilt. It's still <laughs> called the Tilted Kilt. We just do the exact opposite of what they do at that place. Done. And we co-opted noodles and company because that's basically what it's you basically were noodles exactly. And you put like body positive images everywhere and inspirational sayings, and you just you just pump everybody up full of positivity and comfort food. I mean, what you were describing sounds like uh, like a mix of a hangover type restaurant, but also weirdly the Hampton Social. Which yeah. is a is a place that I consider to be like the worst place on earth. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna have to like work on this a little bit because <laughs> I so I, I so I associate brightness in restaurants with loudness for some reason in my mind. I used to work in a building that had a Hampton Social in the lobby. I understand your pain, Luke. I, uh, it has like the huge like sign, the like all pink rose all day. Yeah, the all pink neon sign on like a faux astroturf background that says rose all day and a huge swing set chair in front that you get to take like the most basic brunch pictures of all time. Yeah, this will be like kind of along those lines in terms of positivity, but like totally Gen Z book the trend amorphous. Like triple XL hoodie, blob sweatshirt, no eye contact, calming inside ASMR voices only. Yeah, only Billie Eilish being played. Yeah, Billie Eilish at like a decibel volume of ten. <laughs> yes, it's just that and like the just the, the we put like a microphone in front of the dishwasher, just yes. pushes that ASMR sound yeah. all throughout the entire restaurant. Yep. Exactly. And we put it we put it next to the wiener circle so that you can go from one experience right to the other. Yep. Like you know how you get out of the hot Chocolate tub shake. and get out of the hot tub and jump in the pool. You uh, go from the wiener circle to uh, the tilted kilt. Still the name of the restaurant. Still the name of the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yep. Still the name of the restaurant. <laughs> That's just to keep olds away. I feel like tilted kilt like attracts old people. Yeah. yeah. What about like the silted kilt? And the it's zilted bo- kilt. It's the bottom of the river themed. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with this zilted kilt? 
We have fried the, catfish here at the Silted Kill. All <laughs> bottom of the river themed food. <laughs> Plankton and algae. Craw, crawdads. Crawdads. Instead of like the dishwasher so sound, shit. it's like that. It's like that whining motor sound that you can only get when your head is underwater in like a yes. busy river or lake. Like that. <laughs> sound. Yes. Yes. There's people throwing beer bottles at you like it would be if you were swimming in a river. Mm. Or in the playpen. <laughs> oh god. Oh gross. Is that oh, a man. Good t- what do you think the what do you what do you think the makeup, the constitution of the water in the playpen is? It's just it's like pee. Pee urine pee, zebra muscles. Beer zebra muscles. Just general like Bodily fluids. Uh, boat grade gasoline. Yeah. Um, friends. I, I, uh, who owns those fucking boats that go to the playpen? Who owns those boats? I don't know. Is like, it like friends' dad situation or are they all rented? It's like athletes and they're probably just like boats owned by. It's like boats owned by like you know, the finance guys who just take them out two times a year. And so they rent them out the rest of the time. Is it like, I know Ken Griffin's nephew or something. Yeah, and probably we're taking his boat to the playpen yeah. so we can get a DUI and then nothing will yeah. happen. Yeah. Like Roquan Smith is joining us on the boat. He's a bit, he's a frequent, he's a frequent playpenner on his Instagram. That's cool. I, I I've never been. I was unfamiliar with like the makeup of like who goes to the playpen. I've never been either, but it looks toxic. Well, you, you don't go swimming there anyway. Like <laughs> uh, if the wind is blowing in the wrong direction on Lake Michigan, you don't go swimming. Yeah. Um, doesn't it doesn't seem like a a great place for like a person in their thirties seems i don't know oh i just look at it and it's just it's it's i i automatically start worrying about the next day my hangover <laughs> like now you just like go in there i'm like i'm already feeling hungover i haven't even had i haven't had a bud light yet you have like uh, a million bud lights and still probably get like the gnarliest hangover because you're like i've been sitting in the sun all day haven't even had a glass of water in 48 hours Speaking of um, summer drinks, totally apropos of nothing, um, Truly came out with a black tea hard seltzer, like a lemon tea seltzer. Um, It's got about as much caffeine in it as a cup of tea. It's over, guys. The game is over. Four Loco is back. Four Loco is back. We are about to be getting more drunk than we even thought possible. Could you imagine if we floated that river and all the White Claws we were drinking were caffeinated? <laughs> we would be dead. <laughs> there, there's no way we would almost lock Zach and the one that was holding all the water in the same the same time. Would have rescued both of you. Oh, my God. Like a light, low-calorie twisted tea. Because, like, twisted tea exists. They're, like, the most sugary beverage on the face of God's green earth. This is just like taking it to the next level. I haven't tried it because I don't want to drink it at night. And, and love I it. Drink it on weekdays and love it. <laughs> well, I know I'm gonna love and it. I don't want to. I don't want to gas twelve of them in one night. <laughs> I know I love it because I love like the 
fake raspberry tea flavor that Snapple has. One yeah. of my favorites. Yeah, and yeah, And if yeah. they can translate that into an alcoholic beverage, I am sold. It is over. I'm quitting my job. I'm, I'm just drinking lemon. It's becoming an alcoholic. <laughs> Have you had the Topo Chico one yet? No, I haven't. Have oh, you? oh, speaking of, it's a great mixture. I, I used it as my soda in this uh, in you this beverage it? that I'm drinking. Topo Chico. No, not the mix, not that mixer, but I used actual Topo Chico, and oh, it's fantastic yeah. as a seltzer water. Throw in a floater. It's it's more bubbly. It's it's got like big, robust, lots of bubbles. Thick I, bubbles. I like the extra bubbles. I mean, I want to be, I want to, I want to be smacked in the face that I'm drinking something that isn't just natural water, you know? You're paying twice as much for it, so it, it's got to be worth it, and it is. It's 100% worth it, as somebody who makes do with uh, vodka sodas made with the Croix quite often. L'aqua. 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 Is this a good time for a brief intermission in jazz music? Yeah, sure, we can take a break. Okay. Um, but I got drunk on Saturday. I ate like a bunch of dessert and a bunch of candy and stuff. My mom made an absolutely gorgeous banana nilla wafer salted caramel trifle which was absolutely fucking insane i had an entire piece of cheesecake last night like i haven't been eating any sugar since like fucking january and now i'm just like whole hog and welcome back to a midwest podcast where luke describes all the things that he's eating solo on mic um Ooh, I a can, I, can i talk about carrot. what i ate yeah sure okay Okay, so my mother-in-law made, uh, she made a, a pork roast on Easter. She made a pot roast. She made a pot roast. Yeah, that's how I sounded after this. Pot roast, yep. mashed taters, like a bunch of grilled onions and carrots that came like from her garden. Uh, a bunch of like, uh, I think these like, uh, they're like purple hold peas. Again, from her garden. Amazing. Asparagus, not from her garden. You can't really grow it in the south. Uh and then we also had some um some rolls too oh man i ate so much i haven't eaten that much luke in forever i know that's what i I'm needed saying, to be dude. by i needed to be by a toilet that's what i'm saying dude i i just went like completely buck wild like i was eating carrot cake maddie made an absolutely fantastic carrot cake we still have like a quarter of it in our fridge and i was like i see you looking at me <laughs> Ooh. You just gotta you gotta take gotta take one of those weeds and then you can have all of the carrot cake and they, the calories don't count. They absolutely do. I have a uh, Lithuanian food update if you guys want to hear it. Okay. Go. I was fortunate to have uh, Easter holiday with uh, Toilette and her family. And uh, as noted on the pod, she is proudly Lithuanian. And two of the prominent dishes... Uh, to her culture were presented on Sunday, and one of them is called kugeles, and it is basically like a mashed potato brick 
that is baked, <laughs> but it's like mashed potatoes, sour cream, butter, and bacon. And it's like oh baked in a casserole dish. What? This sounds unreal. It is phenomenal. How wait, did, how like how much of it did you eat? Did, please uh, tell me you just like you just you 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 steamrolled into Lithuania and ate all that. I would say if like a, a piece was a deck of cards, I had probably ten decks of cards. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to like imagine the consistency in my head. Is it like a twice baked potato? How it comes out? It is but, like the fluffiest and creaminess, creamiest, but it's still somehow able to hold a rectangular prism shape. Toilet, cut. toilet. What's it called again? Cugeles, I think. I don't. I could not tell you how to spell it. Um, well, we might as well do the reveal now. Um, Toilet is dating Arturo Sabonis, um, which is yep. why he's getting all of this Lithuanian food. Um, yeah, so that was dish number one. And then dish number two is called Vinigretas, and it's basically potato salad pu- plus beets. <laughs> and my official review are beets get a bad reputation. This was uh, a very pleasing color of, like, pink and, like, fuchsia when it was presented. Um, and it was pretty good. So was there rye bread? There was no rye bread. Oh at my all. gosh, we've been lied to. Dumplings and sausage. Uh, there was there was sausage and sauerkraut. Um, I don't know how that made it into the mix because it's not super Lithuanian. It's more Polish, but uh, that's that's more of the uh, the Germany uh, sort of uh, enforcing their will onto the Lithuanians. Yeah, yeah. Chicago diaspora, maybe. Sure. Like, that's uh, that we're getting a little too close to the people in Milwaukee. Inspiration, <laughs> uh, Zach. Are we wearing the same headset right now? Gamer no. gear. Gamer gear. My, my mine was like a twenty five dollar headset from Amazon. It's me like too. The cheapest gamer one you could me, get. Me too. What What's your brand, dog? No idea. It's the same brand that makes Clay Thompson shoes. It It could be. Like Arceus or something? I think these are the same. I think this is the same headset. I think it's I called Koshin. Co- oh, okay. Maybe not. Arceus, I think, is a Pokemon. <laughs> Ar- Arceus is a Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, but good Easter's all around. Sounds like we all ate like pigs, which is great. I mean, you know, it's one of the, it's like hol- one of those holidays per year. I saw a tweet this week where like every season deserves its own Christmas. And I-, I think like to mm. the extent which it exists, Springs Christmas, you could either say like for different reasons would either be St. Patrick's Day or Easter. Like obviously Easter is like the more religious holiday and has like a more formal meal. Um, I would say St. Patrick's Day has more spirit though. I, I, there's more spirit yes. on St. Patrick's Day. A lot more spirits, especially if you go to the Tilted Kilt. Coming um, on, coming on St. Patrick's Day and you can get free green beer. Summer is Fourth of July probably, and the, oh yeah. Uh, Duh, so fat. Autumn is uh, Columbus Day. No, it's Halloween. No, Uh, no, no, no. uh Uh-uh. Wrong. So wrong. Rivalry weekend, dude. (laughs) Oh, well, that's that's better than what I... I was going to say it's opening kickoff, but I actually like rivalry weekend a lot better, Toilet. (laughs) That's a a much better... It's a much better choice. Uh, I do like that, though. Yeah, just giving yourselves, like, little tiny benchmarks to look forward to. This is kind of like the dead zone. This is kind of like the, the soft spot in the year. Like, what do we have? I mean, we Zach's got the day after tax day, so good we for you. we got Memorial Day coming up. Yeah, that's Memorial like Day the weekend. Day. 
Yeah. And um, it's kind of like uh, that's a so- that's a somber holiday. So I yeah. take that. Yeah. Uh, Luke's birthday. Luke's birthday. Luke's turning thirty. Thirty uh, Palooza when we all get together and we're all thirty. We throw the biggest joint thirtieth birthday party of all time. Yes, we're all vexed. Speaking of, is there a possible chance of a live episode Memorial Day weekend somewhere in Nash Vegas? Live sodes. We do a couple. If we're we recording together, a, we're gonna do six. We're gonna we're gonna book the whole like summer. All, yeah, that's like all we're yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna have our we're gonna have our vacation episodes yeah. when we're all away for vacation. Those ones are gonna be the ones that drop. They're gonna be very not topical. And we're gonna what are we gonna do... talk about? Oh, it's week sixteen of the baseball season. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and I am sure the Chicago Cubs are probably not in first place. <laughs> The Milwaukee Brewers are in second place in the NL Central. <laughs> Have you guys watched any baseball yet? Have you guys scored at home yet? Listen to the radio. Dude, I haven't watched any baseball. I listened. I listened to the game. Uh, listened to the opening day game for the Cubs, but that's about it. I caught a little bit of the game yesterday, um, where Trevor Williams was uh, taking the Brewers to a no hit into like the. Sixth inning, I think. Let's go. Um, And apparently his dad was like a big Cubs fan. So the radio announcers were doing like this whole big like gushing thing going into the inning about how his dad grew up a Cubs fan. And he was like really proud of his son for making his first Cubs debut. And Williams was coming back from injury and got right in spring training. And then he immediately gave up a double and (laughs) bases on balls. Yikes. Did he did Yikes. he get the win though? Yeah, he got the win. Okay, good for him. He uh gave up three runs in the next inning, but the Cubs ended up winning uh five to three. And uh they had scored four in the previous inning, so he got the win. Frat. Not that it matters. We're we're baseball guys, uh and sabermetrics guys, so wins don't matter, you guys. <coughs> Look, yeah, no, a- no, let's actually lean into like the old stats, like pitcher wins, batting average. RBI. Uh, Luke, is this the year you continue to convince yourself you're going to get into baseball? I, I've been getting more and more into baseball. The only like major impingement on that is that I'm required to illegally stream Cubs games mm. due to uh, Marquee Network and fuck the Ricketts family, all of them. Well, Todd, Todd, met, his, Todd met his wife at the bleachers, though, right? Like He's supposed to be one of us. You really met? They met each other in the bleachers. Yeah, or uh, no, Tom, not Todd. Todd, Todd's the Todd's the one who's he's the canceled one. He was getting thrown out for heckling a center fielder. She was <laughs> stacking her cup on her seventeenth Bud Light, and she, their yeah, eyes she met. Had, she had taken her top off in the bleachers already. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, he was probably, like, sending a message by courier about, like, a chemical factory that exploded in Thailand or something. I have no idea how they made their money. Um, probably, like... E-Trade. E-Trade? Yeah, their, their, their dad started E-Trade. Um, speaking of money in baseball, though, Luke, could you explain baseball gambling to me? Like, I don't get it. So, like, for example, yesterday, like, I was looking at the lines for the Cubs, for the Cubs-Brewers game, right? And the Cubs were 
a one and a half run favorite. Yeah. No, they're one and a half run underdog. underdog yet they had they had favorite odds to win. Does that make sense? That doesn't make sense because I, I guess maybe it's be the fact that runs are hard to come by in score and like scoring is hard to come by in in baseball. But I'm not I'm not kidding. I it, it drove me like I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I was gonna say like asking me about gambling on baseball. Look at pitching matchups, um, but that's kind of. I feel like there's like an arbitrage situation there, right? Like. The Brewers were plus one hundred to win, although they lost. Mm-hmm. But if you would have, t- even if, well, I guess if you would have taken them plus the one point five on the money line you, or the run line, you still would have lost too. <clears throat> and this is the boys talk about in April Cubs box score. I don't understand that at all. So I think that the gambling system in Illinois is definitely working. I get an I get a robocall or a text once an hour asking my thoughts on Illinois gambling. I believe they just took away the ability to gamble online. Is that true? No, you have to sign up at a casino. It's like the dumbest rule of all time. Well, I thought they were going to waive it for people who are already like existing customers. It is waived for existing customers, but you have to oh, go to nice. now you have to go to a casino to sign up, which is like which is why they're offering like these insanely high bonuses for people to sign up like I think before the deadline of May 3rd or something. Why are they switching to sign up in a casino to get you to go well, to a casino? It was always supposed to be like that. They just had lifted it for COVID. Oh, okay. Is it because they want us to go to casinos? It, it's I don't like know. I, I, I don't know. I think you can also sign up if you go to a stadium, too. The, the rules are so uh, Byzantine that I couldn't possibly explain it to you. All I know is like I'm, I'm good from now on. Is there ever a chance where there's going to be an establishment where I can go and watch TV and sports are on, be served a beer, and then gamble on the sports that I'm watching? Yeah, you can get that experience at a casino now, at the sports book there. And then I think that there's like ideas like with Indiana to build standalone sort of places like that as well, like an OTB. Yeah, I think that rule that about the, the signing up in person is like the antiquated OTB rules where like they only have a certain like before this gambling became ubiquitous. They only had an OTB. The only ones I knew of right were the one at. um, Oh, shoot. What is it at Arlington? And then the other one that was like, what, at Joe's on weed? They had no TB. Yeah. That was so bizarre that they had no TV. So we, Look at I went there for the Derby one time, and it was an awful experience. We combine all these things that we love, and then we also maybe serve some apps and some big arse burgers, and we call it... <laughs> the, no, we only serve buttered noodles buttered and noodles. some marinara, and we call Mar- it gravy. <laughs> Silted kilt. And we serve catfish. Oh, no. I soiled my silted kilt and catfish nuggets. I silted my kilt. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Zach, you don't have any topics this week listed. Do you have anything uh, of note that you wanted to bring up? Okay. I don't have any topics listed because it's been quite a hectic week with work. And then also my wife and I went crazy and got another dog. My wife. My wife. So we got a little puppy for the listeners. And his name is Huck. 
He's a little corgi puppy, and he's adorable. Named after famous Bill Cosby character, <laughs> Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> wow, really problematic choice there, Zach. Be a little bit more progressive, my man. Uh, well, the the puppy has been has been fun. We've had him for a couple of days, and uh, he has barely let us sleep through the night. So I'm up, I'm going on a couple of hours of sleep. Um, mm. And the, the bigger issue is, is training the existing dog, the existing Corgi to not be so possessive of everything in the house. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. So that's the fun part. So you are training this new dog. The new dog is training you while Katie's also training you to someday be a dad. Is Am I hearing all this correctly? Yeah, this is all this is all being heard correctly. She's quite the mastermind. I know. And then but the 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 other the the current dog, the non-puppy is the one who's training all of us to <laughs> be the head of our household. So. It's the universe brain down there. I talked to a friend today who I hadn't spoke to in a while who's a couple years older than us, probably 33 and his uh, wife is 37, 38 and they're having their first child. And he told me on the phone today, I'm like, oh, so like, what's going on? Like, how are we feeling? He's like, I'm pretty anxious, you know. Um, you know, I've never really had a pet growing up, but I feel like a baby has got to be easier than having like a dog. And I was uh, like, sir. Uh, no. <laughs> sir, as somebody who's going through puppy part two, I can tell you that the puppy is actually pretty easy. It's the existing dog that is the harder thing to train. It just blew my mind that he thinks that having a baby is going to be easier than having a dog i mean my i did i have a cousin he's he's had a couple he's had a couple of kids now but i was like talking to him when he was having his second kid and i was like oh man like are you worried about like you know like like getting up early and all like getting up early and all this stuff and he's like well actually like when they're at a certain age when they're young and they can't move and stuff he's like it's pretty awesome you just like put them on the couch you just like sit there and watch tv and i was like Oh, okay. Maybe it doesn't sound too bad. Like, there's nothing that you can say in an offhand comment to a dog that's going to cause lifelong emotional trauma. <laughs> it's really easy to do that with a kid. Like, I put Hank outside and I forget he's out there and I do chores for an hour or two and I come back and he's just, like, sleeping on the cushion, like, having a good-ass time. And I'm like, wow. I did that with my baby. Now that we have the fenced-in yard, I'll do that with Hattie. And like, there's sometimes I'll I'll just leave her out there for like a couple hours. I'm like, just, yeah, just go be outside. And if you don't want to do anything, then you can just sit, but sit outside. <laughs> You're sitting outside. Sitting That's outside. What, what I keep saying, saying this: What do dogs do before humans existed? They just hung out outside. Your dog is at very yeah. low risk of developing a peanut allergy that's going to cause them to go into anaphylaxis. By that metric alone, having a kid is harder. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, by my the my dog that definitely wasn't bred by some more Lord Cornwallis's eating their own Philly cheesesteak subs in Wales, developing dwarf dogs that definitely all, never lived outside. The <laughs> The ghost of Lord Cornwallis is spinning in his grave right now, <laughs> having you call him Welsh. He probably thinks, like, the Welsh are subhuman. <laughs> so you've been pretty uh, nose to the grindstone with Tax Day coming up. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel with uh, the 15th coming up? Yeah, I mean, there is, but we also got some uh, we got some stuff that's pushing to the end of the month, and then we have some uh, 
the uh, the May seventeenth automatic extension too from the IRS. So that's mm. fun. But that doesn't that does not extend your twenty twenty one first quarter payment. So you kind of have to figure everything out by the fifteenth by April fifteenth so that you don't get charged penalties and shit. And that was talking taxes. Uh, I still haven't done mine. <laughs> I still haven't. Do- I still haven't done mine either. I mean, we're not gonna fucking do mine anytime soon. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, hot seat, fucking tax day, fraud ass bitch. Two years in a row. So if, if I don't if I don't do it by April fifteenth, I'm automatically extended until May seventeenth. Yes, exactly. So I, but, I just like, but but all that money that you're making by buying and selling Bitcoin right now that you mm. wouldn't be taxed on at your W two job, you would need to be pay you need to pay a you need to pay a quarterly estimate by April fifteenth for twenty twenty one. So there's a little bit of a catch twenty two there. Mm, good to know. I've I've moved more into uh, commodities. You know, hauling sacks of sugar. That's really been more. Uh, <laughs> it's been the currency that I've I've been dealing with now. Buying containers, buying containers of coffee beans, barrels of crude oil. I still need to offload those from the time mm-hmm. the price went upside down. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Toilet. Can we get Can we get some of the kids to do some high frequency trading for us? Yeah, definitely. I think that the the kids these days need just real life experience. They're spending too much time in front of a screen. They just need to go out there and no, 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 the absolute uh, no, 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 no. Backwards. We need them to sit in front of a screen. We need to we need to utilize their screen capabilities and just have them start trading on TikTok news. (laughs) I I asked some kids. Seriously, I'm like, are you guys near the end of the internet? Like, all you do is, <laughs> like, is there an end to, like, whatever you do, you do here? Flat internet earthers. F- flat internet earthers. Like, nope, you stuff get to, every get day. To um, speaking of TikTok, Toilet, I didn't send this to you, but I sent this to Luke. There is a TikTok of a young woman who is having some mimosas. And the end of the TikTok, she is getting on the shoulders of a young man who she is with. And then the TikTok ends with her sort of cry with her crying and she's smiling and she's missing, she's missing her three front teeth mm. and her mouth is bloody. And I, I, I send it to our good friend, our good pal, our good pal and co-host Luke and said, trigger warning. <laughs> It made sure that you know he saw some. Made sure I wanted to be the one who alerted him of a trigger warning, and so that's why I sent him the video. Do you get weak in the knees around tooth injury videos, Luke? Is that like now like kryptonite to you? No, or are you immune? It, it's not that bad, honestly. Like seeing people do it because like if you saw the follow up, she knocked him clean out. Which if you do that, like you're fine. We'll just stick them back in and like glue your teeth together and the bone will regrow around them there was a follow-up and she said she's fine they just glued him in and she was good to go but she she looked like she she looked like duncan keith in game what was that game three or game four of the 2010 western conference finals when he got like his eight front teeth smashed out (laughs) his entire upper jaw just gone um no, the only thing that I really cringe at anymore, guys, is Steve-O doing the paper cut on his eyelid. It's the uh, only thing that really makes it move anymore. Oh, uh, God. Can we... I need a palate cleanser. Can we get one more topic here before we wrap up? I do not want that to be what we end on. <laughs> sure. Christ. 
Um, you want to talk uh, any? Oh, what what are we gonna go with toilet? My last one I wanted to bring up was nerfing every sport. So I was at dinner uh, probably a week or so ago with another couple, and uh, the guy I was talking to says he plays in like a like a rec softball league, um, and he said that uh, you are only allowed to hit one home run. Yeah, yeah. Those are generally those are generally acceptable rules in um, certain. Depends on the level of competition in the type of softball that you're playing. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's interesting. Like, when do we use our home run? If you if you hit a home run after you've hit your first home run, it is not an out. It is all three outs. The inning is over. What? Yes. I haven't heard that. Over. Most most places I've where the league that I was playing in down here, if that happened, it was just a you the batter was just out. It was like a just a automatic out, dead ball out. Yeah, that's what I've heard too, but this was like super nerfed rules. Like you have to small ball and you have to, you know. <laughs> it's just, you envision just bunting and slow pitch softball. Softball, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just you get someone in the left-hand box just just like doing a drag bunt. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, so I was thinking of how we could nerf other sports. So I actually. Oh, some... I have one. You okay, go. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, just a limit on three-pointers. Oh, you can only hit a certain amount. Yeah, you can only you can only hit a certain amount of three pointers. Okay, that makes sense. Well, my other one for basketball in the old men's league that I play in is you have to dribble past half court. You can't fast break. So when okay. you get the ball, yeah. oh, okay, you yeah, you have to, you have to take. Okay, I like that. You have to take it up and basically start the offense. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I actually really like that rule. Yeah, that, that kind way. Of- that way you get a full court game in and you get a little back and forth running, but it's actually essentially a half court game. Yes. But there's no like, like real sense of urgency. Like, yeah. Oh man, I got to really get back on Dude, D. Like, I hate the guy who pushes the pace in yeah. pickup basketball. Like, dude, we're just trying to get a little run in over exactly. lunchtime. Like we're just like, I want to get a couple shots up, you know, go, go one for seven from three, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> Maybe get a couple of rebounds and do a few handoff passes and stand in the corner and tell myself I worked out for the day. Exactly. Okay. I don't know I do. if this is possible on most basketball courts because I don't think that uh, typical like YMCA courts have the restricted area. But I feel like there should be a rule where <laughs> the tallest guy on the floor can only hit one basket in the restricted area. Oh, what? I like that. Short and then the rest United. of the game, you have to do jump shots. For those that are listening, toilet is six foot nine. <laughs> okay, like there's pe- like that would not be fun for me either. Like if I was just like <laughs> drop step one dribble, like getting everything I wanted. Like then you're just playing shoving your ass into every seventy year old <laughs> dude that like tries to. <laughs> to- then you're just like playing against the wrong competition if someone's actually able to do that. But I think that you know if you play against decent competition, they shouldn't allow you to get that many shots at the rim. Toilet, what's your favorite shot? Are you are you an elbow shot guy? Like, do you like a little like Lamarcus Aldridge mid range shooter, or are, I, you, or are you more like a Andre Drummond down low? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this game, and I can't tell if I finished a basketball game or a football game. Um, I am a big t- my well, my move is the up and under. So I I turn ah, to the middle. Yeah. I go up with the shot fake. I scoop back underneath. That's been my move for a long time. <laughs> um, but I am very much a screener on the outside. I like to use my size to help get other guys open. Scoot, scoot, scoot. 
And uh, I will roll, but I am, I think, a little bit more deadly on the pick and pop because uh, I can typically shoot over my competition. So uh, there, there you go. So, so when you pick it, when you pick and pop, what do you got? Like a like an eight footer for two? No, I I actually have gotten pretty good on, from range. Uh, I've kind of worked on that part of my game ever since high school when I was allowed to shoot because basically, if you grew up uh, in the era in which we did. And yeah, you were you just can, the your big guy could not shoot. Yeah, if you were fat, you were not allowed to shoot, and that was probably the right call. Back it's, then. It, it was like it was like they they uh, another hand uh, a nerf on the game, right? They they made it, it as like the stripers in yeah. in uh, pee wee football, like they made it so that the big guys couldn't shoot because like I mean if Pretty you much. if you had a stroke, you could shoot over anybody. Yeah, exactly. And now everyone's growing up, and ever all everyone is doing is shooting or driving, which is I think better for the game because now everyone is trying to figure out what they're good at, you know. Um, but I was thinking of other ways to nerf other sports. So like with soccer, like I think the the issue is the running. So could you just like make the field of play smaller and even play yes. indoors? So indoor can, soccer. Like, yeah. I, that's the only reason I like to play indoor soccer because there was no offsides. So like you never really had to like worry about kind of like getting a play. Like like you don't you don't have to worry about getting out on a fast break so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a field right by my house that's like. Uh, like half the size of a regulation soccer field, but it's outside. It's like ideal for seven on seven pickup games Nice. where you can get the run in, but you're not running like a full 110 uh, yard field up and down. Yikes. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess toilet, you could, you could argue too that like in golf, for example, cause we are ostensibly a golf podcast. Cause yep. I think our first couple episodes had a couple golf themes to him. Um, but you could, you could argue that like with, with the way they make clubs nowadays, like the tech that they could use would like make it so like every, every schmuck could hit a 300 yard drive. But like the USGA comes in and like says, okay, you you have to make sure that there's not X amount of life on, on this, uh, you know, X amount of smash factor. Or so on this, on this driver. Hmm. I think that ner- the golf was already nerfed for me. Cause it's so hard to hit a golf ball. Uh, in my experience, that I, I don't need any help making that sport any uh, more difficult <laughs> for me. That, that would mean that, that golf is buffed and we need to nerf golf to make it easier. Which would be frisbee golf. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, with regular golf, seeing how far you could throw it, or the potato <laughs> cannon driver, which is something that they offer at like charity events sometimes. <laughs> where yeah. I, what? On a par five, they'll have like a potato gun that you can use to shoot your golf ball if you make a $10 donation. And like they get everybody to do it. Because first of all, that's fucking a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, And you get like pretty much an automatic 250 yard drive down the fairway, which for most, you know, your average golfer. um, It's pretty tough. That's a that's a tough ask. Um, Did you ever make a potato gun as a kid? No, we made we made one. We made one as a kid, and it was, it was like a PVC pipe with like a bigger PVC pipe chamber, and we had a <laughs> door that opened on the back, and you would just spray axe in there, and you would shut it, and then we had an electric ignition that you would take off of like a Weber grill, and you just click that in and like it usually like sometimes work sometimes didn't work and then you just have to hold it up and we would fucking launch p- 
potatoes just like so far over the uh, uh, over the blank this out the railroad line. Wow! And then have French fries later. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I'm sure that there's a million potatoes back there from shooting them around our buddies' houses. Luke's writing that down as a note so he could take that out later. Edit it out in post. Uh, I'm just sitting on Twitter. Uh, we had a uh, straight red card in on a goalie in uh, the CONCACAF Champions League today. Oh, you, no. Uh, you, you absolutely love to see a goalie charge out and absolutely destroy a player on a fast break. Uh, <laughs> you love to see it. It's the best. Um yeah, I don't have anything this week. I've got an old-timey baseball story maybe for next week. Okay. Um, that was topical under the context of, like, Suez Canal, like, bad day at the office. But having a bad day at the office is an evergreen thing, guys. We don't need somebody to get their ship stuck in the Suez Canal to talk about that type of thing. Well, I'm glad my ship got stuck in this pod for a cool hour and a half. I missed you guys. I missed you guys, too. Yeah, I missed you, too. All right, lovers, until next week, hopefully Zach's not buried under a pile of calculators and 1099s. And, uh, nice, that was a good pull. It was a good pull, toilet. The, the receipt that comes out of his calculator. <laughs> until then, love your mother. <laughs> <laughs>